Now I bet you five bucks that you're right here right now because you love what you do. You're passionate about your craft, you enjoy your work, and you love creating more of it day after day. But for many of us, what came along with loving that craft is the business side of things, trying to make a living from the work we love to do. Now, my guest today, Beate Chalette, is a former photographer who ended up selling her business to Bill Gates for millions of dollars. <laughs> and her story from how she got to a struggling photographer to selling her company for millions of dollars is an incredible one. And you're going to absolutely want to listen to what she has to say. So without further ado, let's get to it. If you're seeking a way to escape the cycle of under earning and overworking, then you're in the right place. Welcome to The Well-Paid Creative, where we discover how to run a profitable and satisfying creative business. I'm your host, Gabrielle Chipier, and I share what I've learned in my 17 years as a creative pro. From attracting quality clients, to earning more profit, to escaping burnout, and creating amazing work you love, we're going to cover it all. Join me as I interview experts and reflect on my own experiences, both the good and the bad. Before we dive into the show, if you want access to free resources, trainings, and a community of creative pros just like you, hop on over to wellpaidcreative.com where you can find all this and more. Welcome back, guys. I'm so glad that you're here with me on this episode. I cannot wait to share with you my guest today, Beate Chalete. You are so welcome. Thank you so much for being on the podcast. I can't wait to talk to you, especially about a topic that is so important, like the one that your podcast covers. Oh, wonderful. So tell us a little bit more about you. So I originally come from creativity. So my only business degree is actually being a photographer. So I understand what it's like to be a creative. I've always been very good at the business and I liked the business side better, or maybe I was just a shitty creative. I mean, you, you, you get, to, <laughs> you get to choose which version you want to believe. And so, um, I built and sold a business to Bill Gates, a creative business, a stock photography syndication for millions of dollars. After I went through a decade of bad luck where I was $135,000 in debt, a single mom, an immigrant with big, big ideas and not much to show for until I finally cracked the code and which I'm here to share with your audience. And most importantly, you know, now today I'm, uh, I'm known as the growth architect and I work as a strategic advisor consultant to help visionaries and leaders and a lot of creatives to make the impact that they came here to do. Wow. And that's quite the story, building a business and getting to the point where you're selling it to Bill Gates for millions of dollars. That's amazing. So tell us a little bit more about the process of getting there. Yeah. So what I found is that especially in when you have a creative idea in, in business, that a lot of creatives go into business thinking that if they are only good enough at the creative that somehow someone must come at some point to see their brilliance and then magically they're selling stuff, uh, people see it, they end up in galleries and get all these high ticket transaction values that we see. 
And the truth of the matter is that most creatives become creatives because they have a talent, but they suck at the business. Mm. And so my, my part always was about helping, you know, specifically creatives to master this part of, of business, because it's, it's really not that difficult. There is a, I'm not saying it's easy, but it's not difficult per se. Mm -hmm. And I know you do a lot of work in, in what you do and, it's not that it's easy, but it's not difficult when you know what you're doing. I mean, you know, I bet you have a system, you have a formula too, Gabrielle, that mm -hmm. you apply. So I developed this uh, system, this formula that I call the Five Star Success Blueprint. And so I can really teach creatives today on how do you take your business from the idea all the way possibly to an acquisition. Wow. And you know what? And I absolutely love how you said that, that most of us get into this because we have the talent or we love doing what we're doing, but then you get kind of slammed with all this baggage that kind of comes in the form of business. And you realize that, oh my gosh, I'm actually a business owner. I'm not just a photographer. I'm not just a designer. I'm not just a, you know, a website designer. And it can be overwhelming a lot of times. And I absolutely love how you said that it's not exactly that it's easy, but it, or how did you word it? It's, it's I said, it's not easy, but it's not, uh, it's not easy to do the actions, but it's not complicated. It's not difficult. Not complicated. Yeah. yeah. There is, it's not uh, rocket physics as we like to call it here in my house. <laughs> yeah. hundred percent. You're absolutely correct. Yes. It's not rocket physics. And so the end, you know, I'm sure you deal with this all the time too, Gabrielle, is that people come and they say, I don't know how you do it. I think a lot of times this has to do with, you know, and I'm a certified Myers-Briggs practitioner and I did that because it, I really wanted to learn about the personality type and why some people struggle with things and why others go, oh, that's so easy. And I give you one example and you know exactly what I'm talking about. I heard there are people who read manuals from cover to cover before they unpack a product. I have never read a manual in my life. <laughs> and it wouldn't even occur to me to go read a manual because to me, if it's not designed so I can automatically use it, it sucks, right? Mm -hmm. So I, I find myself challenged with reading a manual, whereas somebody who's read the manual then goes, I don't know what your problem is. It's on page number 13. It's so clearly outlined. How can you not know that? And then I'll go and I say, you read a manual? <laughs> so <laughs> why why is it that some people can do that and other people struggle with the basics so much. And I think it's important to understand, especially if you're creative listening to this fabulous podcast, is that a lot of times it's the way your brain is wired or just your personality type that prohibits you from easily understanding certain parts of the business, which is why if you struggle in a particular area on whether that's lead generation, marketing, or uh, the business strategy or putting the business model together, which is what I help my clients with, you want to hire someone who can help you with that piece mm -hmm. so that you can focus on the stuff that you are really good at. Mm -hmm. And oftentimes it's not just the creative. You also have to have some sort of business skills because you have to know enough to know if people are doing a good job. Absolutely. Yeah, I can agree more. So walk us through here your five-step of, of the blueprint here, the five star success blueprint. It's got such a catchy name here. <laughs> uh, thank you. Yes. So the first star is all about the idea. So in the first star, you have to think about what am I doing? Why is it unique? And who am I selling to? And 
I made that first, a part of this first star available as a masterclass for free, which I'll, um, which we'll share with the audience in just mm -hmm. a little bit. Um, so everybody can take this for absolutely no charge because I'm, I'm really here to help as many as I can to reach their potential and knowing who you're selling to is, is like really only like the basic thing that everybody needs to know. So number one, uh, is the idea. Number two is the offer. So once you know who you are, what you're selling and why you're unique, then you are going to look at how am I going to package what I'm selling? Because then you know what your buyer looks like and what your buyer needs. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times people get that wrong because they, they, they look somewhere and they go and say what other people are selling. And then they kind of recreate the offer without thinking about on whether that package the offer or, or, um, does it, does it even resonate with the audience? And I know you do that a lot in your business where mm -hmm. you go in and say, what's our entry offer? What's our secondary offer? So um, that's really critical. The third piece is the system. And as a strategist, <coughs> pardon me, as a strategist, I really look into what is the system in how you operate and what is, does it, does it do what it needs to do how do you deliver what you're doing? What's your automation process? How do you do your business development? How do you get leads in the door? How do you uh, execute? What's the follow-up? I mean, you don't need to reinvent everything mm -hmm. all the time. And then the fourth star is team building, because once you know what the idea is, you got the offer in place, you know how to sell it, your system are running, then you need to start building your team. That's when you shift from a business owner into business leadership. And then finally, that's the fifth star. That's you as a leader. Who do you need to be to really run this operation and grow it uh, consistently and constantly align your operations? Oh, wow. And you know what? That's funny is that mirrors so much of what I teach and I share with people because you're right. And you know what? Those first three stars are really the basic building blocks and they can cause so much gross and they can also cause so much pain if they're not put together properly or if they're not executed in a way that aligns with you and your people and your offers. So I just love how that all comes together nicely. Well, I mean, they say brilliant minds think alive. Yeah. So, so, so when I, when I was uh, uh, looking at the work that you do, I mean, it is, it's recognizable because the cadence of building a business is, mm. is always the same. It's, 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 as you said, it's not rocket science, but I think sometimes what happens, especially when you're creative, you look at this and it feels very technical mm -hmm. and it feels like I have to force my brain to do something my brain doesn't want to do. And that's where in my work, um, you know, we talk about strategy, growth, and mindset where mindset really comes in. I believe that so many of us have this core story, this core program that runs all the time. And that voice of all these well-meaning people that try to protect you from getting hurt, that constantly tell you not to take any risks or to do the, um, the predictable middle-class thing, you know, get the job, have a secure income, have a little bit of vacation, do just enough to not get fired, to keep the good job, um, hopefully buy the house and then you die. And I just don't think that that's really applicable for people that have that passion in their blood. They came here to share 
their beauty and inspiration and and um, abilities with the world that just doesn't work. But if you mm-hmm. don't master, you know, aside from your creativity and the constant um, learning and creativity, you know, just like you go and get your inspiration, you also need to make sure your mind keeps getting inspired and clean and forward looking. We're going to get right back to the conversation because it is so good. But I want to tell you about a free quiz at wellpaidcreative.com forward slash quiz that's going to help you discover the unique hidden key to higher profit and awe-inspiring growth in your creative business. Now, there are so many keys to growth in a business, but they don't all fit the lock of your business right now. That's why I developed the Profit Finder quiz, and it's going to show you exactly what you need to be focusing on to reach the next level. Now, making a decent living from the work you love doesn't have to be hard. And when you answer these profit finding questions for yourself, you're going to make it so much easier. Go take the profit finder quiz today. You can find it at wellpaidcreative.com forward slash quiz and get your unique key plus in-depth strategies designed to help you see growth fast. Now, again, that's at wellpaidcreative.com forward slash quits. All right, let's get back to the episode. Absolutely. I couldn't agree more. And there's so many times where we feel like, especially when we're working with clients, when we're that type of freelancer or business owner that, you know, you're working with clients one-on-one and you want to stretch and you want to work those creative muscles and you want to take risks, you want to experiment. And that's where you channel that energy towards your work. So when it comes down to your business, you tend to shy away from things like, uh, you know, going outside the lines, trying new things, because if it fails, then it's so much more of a bigger upset to you than if it was, you know, oh, well, that project didn't quite work out. Well, I'll just redo it, right? I think that's really critical. Um, what you just said, I think that's probably like one of the biggest mindset bridges I've heard in a long time is <clears throat> your clients come to you because of your ability to either rearrange what's in the box and do something new with it, you know, like on Apollo 13, where they had to, mm-hmm. you know, figure out with what they had. There was no additional equipment to be found anywhere. If they wanted to survive, they had to be in the box and do something completely different with the box. Or you are being encouraged to go outside the box and say, well, what other things can you find that we can drag in the box and do something with it? So uh, that's exactly right. This business is the same way. If you only go at what other people suggest or the tried and proven, you can't achieve a quantum leap. A -hmm. quantum leap is an occurrence in nature where two atoms are having a sudden burst of energy and make a huge jump for no reason. Like nobody explains why it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a unexplained miracle called a quantum leap. And so we see that a lot of times in business that, you know, when the overnight success story happens, suddenly there's a quantum leap. So if it's possible, it's possible for you. So Mm -hmm. then the question is, are you going to go the tried and proven a route of expecting 10% growth every year, or you're in it for a quantum leap and you want to go from 50,000 to $250,000 mm-hmm. instead of from 50 to 60 to 70. 
Mm-hmm. I love that. And being able to, you know, there's something that I've always told a lot of the people that I mentor that we always kind of prepare for the worst. We are all set up for the worst. If this goes wrong, then I'm going to do this. If that goes wrong, I'm going to do this, you know, and we steel ourselves against what could possibly go wrong and we prepare for it, but we hardly ever prepare for if something going right. What if something takes off? What if you do have the overnight success? What if you do decide on a niche that is smashing and you get like six new clients tomorrow? What happens then? And being able to prepare with that almost, um, positive mindset rather than the negative mindset is a really big piece too. I mean, it is absolutely everything. Um, I always compare this, Gabrielle, that when, you know, our core programming is being installed, like as the operating system by the time we're seven. And that is the entire time when, when, when children don't have any kind of mechanism to identify if what is being said is good or bad or true or false. Mm-hmm. So you, you take at face value what's you, what you're told. And so that's why your programming consists out of what other people tell you, especially your parents or people that have a, an influence over your life. And so that program is like a USB port that's plugged into the core of your brain and it just runs all the time. So if you want to make a change and you come to someone like you or you come to someone like me and you hire a business consultant, a strategist, a uh, what we do is we take a different USB port and we help you to, to insert it on the other open slot on the other side of the brain. And then we start mm-hmm. to deploy that, that program. And now the only way for this new program to overwrite this old program is by keeping that USB port inserted and by consciously running the program all the time. Mm-hmm. Because this other program is, is, is the base program. It will continue to run until you finally erased it. And what, and people are in business for 10 years, five years, uh, they're 30 years old, they're 40 years old. That's how long your program has been running. Just because you listen to a podcast or a webinar, or you've gone to a conference for one day, that doesn't overwrite that program that's been running for 40 years. Mm-hmm. You are going to have to do something every day to make sure that that old program stays where it is at in the background until it eventually fades away because this new program that you consciously are running is so much more powerful. Mm, I love that. So what would you say is some of the biggest struggles that um, the people that you work with encounter when they start along this path of of bringing this five-star blueprint into their business? So number one is that they're lazy. Uh, They don't want to do the work. And uh, if they don't want to do the work, then it's because the pain of staying where they are is not greater than their fear of changing. Mm. I can't make anyone change. You can't make anyone change. When people come to us, they're generally ready to change. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's really the first thing. The question is, is what you do working? And it's not what you think. It's not what you like to believe. It's look at your bank account and tell us, is what you're doing working? If you can't pay your bills, if you're miserable, if you if you start to lose your interest in your creativity and art because it's not loving you back the way you love used to once love it, you're in trouble, and uh, you need to you need to do something. Which is probably why people are here and listening to this. So that's number one is to um, to start taking that first step of looking for who can help me to get out of this one. Number two is overcoming the shame of needing help. 
I don't even know where that comes from, but this like, you got to be independent. You got to do everything on your own. That's such bullshit. I mean, you go to coaches when you uh, look for an athletic trainer for your team. If you want to improve your tennis uh, or your golf, you take a couple of lessons. I mean, this idea of hiring people as subject matter experts should hardly be a surprise to most people. So Mm. there's the best and most qualified people and the most successful people in the world have a coach for everything. They have a sleep coach, they have a life coach, they have a relationship coach, they have a business coach, they have a business strategist, they have a money coach, they have a accountant, they have a bookkeeper, they have a, I mean, they, they even bring a sommelier in just to teach him on how to understand <laughs> wine. I mean, this is how, 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 how much is out there. So, you know, give up the notion of having to do everything on your own. Mm-hmm. And then the third one is understand that hiring someone or bringing someone in to help you is actually energetically creating the path that you can find by yourself. Because on an, on a, on a mindset perspective, um, I compare this to the Indiana Jones movie where he's in the Temple of Doom and he has to cross right from one cliff to the other cliff, but there's no path. But the story says you have to have faith. So you see him like taking the step where he leans forward and he's sure he's going to fall and the path appears. Mm-hmm. And then he sees the second and the third and the fourth step because it was an optical illusion. And so we have to remind ourselves always in life that you cannot see the second step unless you've taken the first, Mm. because the first step is the critical, is the critical, um, piece for the path to even open up. But that's, I think where most, especially creatives go wrong because creatives can't see the path and they can't see the path because they haven't taken the first step and therefore they don't ever take the first step because the path is not there. But unless they take the first step, the path can't show up. And so they keep looping and looping and looping and looping for years and years and years and years and wasting all their talent. And it just breaks my heart. Mm. I love that. So what would you say would be a good first action step for someone to take after, you know, they pop the buds out of their ears, they're about to go about their day. What can they do today to take action on this content here? So there's three things. So number one, I want them all to remember that when Amanda was was reciting her poem at the inauguration, there was a collective sigh that went through the world. And to remember Mm -hmm. that moment of what that was all about. And that was when we all realized that creativity is going to be a vital part in bringing us back together. There's so much division, so much anger, so much frustration, and so much hatred right now The only way we can bring people together is art and creativity. Mm. So number one, you got a job to do. So take that, take that seriously. Number two, go to the airtightavatar.com, airtightavatar.com. Take that free masterclass. It's 45 minutes. I made it multiple Mm. choice. I give you checklists. I mean, literally all you have to do is fill things out and, 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 and check mark things and design who your ideal client is and get started on that today. Like you can have this, you're listening to this podcast in 45 minutes, you can have your avatar. Mm -hmm. And number three, have your come to Jesus moment with yourself to say, what is it that prohibits me 
from stepping into accepting my ministry of what I came here to do. Am I ready to step into that? Or do I prefer to dilly-dally as a bohemian uh, for the rest of my life? And I always say to my clients, the bohemian lifestyle only looks good on TV. (laughs) Yeah. I couldn't agree more because you don't see the behind the scenes where the bohemian can't buy their own lunch. (laughs) Absolutely. Exactly. I mean, it looks so great when you, when you watch rent, right. Uh, And you Mm. go, yeah, you know, that, that looks so romantic being in that loft in New York in the middle of the winter with no heat and power. But uh, I'm pretty sure that's not a very sexy place to be. So I, I, you know, again, I think the important message and which is why I, why I really wanted to um, embrace this opportunity to be on your podcast and I so appreciate the work that you do is creatives have an important part in our society and without you having people see your work, you are, you're wasting your life and your time. So really start taking that first step and doing what you need to do to drive that business and forward so your message can get out and you can help more people because that at the end of the day, the business is just a vehicle to help you help more people. Mm, I love you. Good round of applause for that one. That's <laughs> exactly what I want everybody to hear when they listen to this podcast. Well, okay. I ask everybody who comes on the podcast here this question, and I'm intrigued to hear your answer. Do you have a hobby or a creative activity that you do on the side just for yourself? I, um, I, I, I paint, I haven't painted in a long time because I, you know, I, I do a lot of strategy and for me, my strategy and and designing strategies is my creativity. So I went to painting when, you know, when I was, uh, when I was about to sell my business because, you know, everything was on autopilot and we were doing, so that wasn't as creative anymore, but building things for me, like building businesses is incredibly creative. Mm -hmm. So, um, that was my, my, my creative outlet. Um, after September 11th, I, when I lost my photography business in, um, because nobody was coming to produce in Los Angeles anymore, I have not touched my camera since then. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's how, how bad that was. And I've touched a camera for the very first time again. Um, that was two weeks ago to take my daughter's engagement photos and I loved it. So I'm feeling, I'm feeling the creative vibe, uh, coming, coming back into my life outside of my, you know, designing strategies, but it's critical that you have a creative outlet in life. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. Wonderful. So where can people find you online, Beate? So number one, as I said, I'm going to say it one more time because it's so important. Mm -hmm. Go to airtightavatar.com, take the masterclass. Mm -hmm. And if you have any questions for me, you can go to beatechalette.com and uh, fill out the contact form. Or if you heard something today and you go, I must speak to her in person. So I'll, I'll, I'll make t- uh, seven uncovery sessions that are valued at $500 available for your audience. Just make sure you put uh, Gabrielle somewhere in the in the copy so I know they're coming from your podcast. And uh, it's a complimentary uncovery session where I'll help you to figure out where in the five-star success blueprint you are, where you might be stuck and Mm -hmm. what your next step should be to really help you get that message out in front of more people. 
Wonderful. That's awesome. And we're going to go check out the show notes. We're going to link up to all of that down below so you can go find it and uh, definitely take that masterclass. It sounds fantastic. Well, thank you so much for being on the show today, Beate. This has been an absolute joy. I am. I'm so grateful for what you do and how dedicated you are to help creatives to get their message out. So I thank you for doing what you do. And it's been such a pleasure to be here. Thank you for having me. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of The Well-Paid Creative. This podcast is sponsored by 12 Strong, a full-service marketing automations agency. You can learn more at 12strong.com. Theme music is by Silverhoof, and our guests are not paid for their time and energy, so please do give them any support that you can. Before we head out, if you want access to free resources, trainings, and a community of creative pros just like you, Visit wellpaidcreative.com where you can find all this and so much more. Join me next week for another episode as we continue discussing how you can grow and love a profitable creative business. While you're here, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. And if you enjoyed it, I'd be so grateful for a review or a share with someone you think would benefit. Now let's hear some more of that amazing theme song. (laughs) 